I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. Get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. I am the truth in a cloud of lies. I am everything you see through your eyes. I am every shadow that's cast. I am the future and I am the past. I am a train that needs no tracks. I'm a soft spine that's grown in your backs. I am the voice inside of your brain. I am everlasting pain. I am a cure for every disease. I am what keeps you from chasing your dreams. I am everything you wish you could be.
welcome to Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding. It's fucking Valentine's Day. What better day for everybody to be talking about how much the Koreans fucking apparently love their government. Yep. Yeah, we are... We have reached that stage. That stage of distraction. Where the mainstream media is specifically trying to spit this stuff out at us. Specifically trying to tell us that North Korea is out for the benefit of their citizens. <laughs> I guess that if you can get everybody discussing how terrible North Korea is and how little they have their citizens' interests at heart, then maybe you can get people a little bit less upset with how the U.S. government is still consistently fucking us over and how the EU is still turning that place into a giant rat's nest and blaming immigrants. <laughs> oh man, there is so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Um, I'm back on Instagram. Let's just do some housekeeping first. I'm back on Instagram. Um, so if any of y'all want to follow me there, I'm posting through my Insanity is Free account over there as well. And already I have um, a post about how fundamentally sick the military is, how Lincoln deserved to be shot and was more racist than most people, uh, period, and how <laughs> uh, a lot of these white nationalists who were fucking, like, crying about how immigration is white genocide can't get fucked themselves. And so, yeah, if you, if you want to see whatever harebrained notion I happen to be throwing at the wall in any given day, uh, that's a new place you can see me do it at. <laughs> also, um, Steam It. I'm posting there, and I'm thinking of just whenever I have something long that I'm going to tweet in a thread, I'll just post it there, because I might as well make a few cents off of it, you know? I, th I think that's what a lot of these companies do, you know, not to get too far off the track of housekeeping. I think that's what a lot of these companies do. I think that they incentivize people to say whatever so that they can basically sell public opinion with anonymous numbers. And then, of course, they get all the money. You don't. You don't get any money to try and change jack fucking shit if you're not with them. Um, the only thing you get, you don't get any material benefit, you don't get jack fucking shit. The only thing you get is likes, retweets, and other things that are like sort of a, of, of an arcade game. You don't get anything that you can do anything with. You get, like, social clout, whatever that is worth. Which, you know, I mean, I have 15.7 thousand followers on Twitter, and I don't talk to most of them, and most of them don't talk to me. 
And a lot of them are marketing experts or experts of another sort or consultants or, you know, fucking just something that they can use to say, yeah, you're you're another person who should follow me, even though I have never spoken to you. So, I mean, yeah, I, I have a shit ton of followers over there in numbers only. I really want to emphasize that. Because, like, there are a few platforms that I can get some significant participation out of. But, like, my Twitter, I have, like, a very core group of people who talk to me, typically. And that's, like, less than 100 people. And I think that's true of most people. Most people on Twitter, they get followers... And this is true not just of Twitter, but every social network, to be honest, but especially ones where it's a really short message that you're sending out. Um, you get all these people uh, who seem like they're pretty well-to-do by the numbers, um, but you don't you don't actually have any way to confirm that those people are real. Like, everybody's concerned about Ru Russian bots, but let me tell you, bots that, 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 like, make people look good when they aren't, those people are much, much more dangerous. Well, those, those bots are much more dangerous than any so uh, sort of thing that any specific ethnic group could put out because it can make somebody like CNN look good. I mean... You know, don't get me wrong, I'm grateful for the people who have followed and who read what I put out and who are regularly down for, you know, talking about how much cops or the military or pharma or corporations suck, right? But there aren't very many that I speak to regularly. You know, I've got a 99% Twitter audit score, but that doesn't mean shit in the end if those 99% real people don't interact with the posts. And I think that that's true with most people who have high follower counts. So just remember that when you see it. But, uh, you know, not, not just me, but when you're out on the social media landscape, just remember that a lot of what you're seeing is just numbers in a computer system and, and numbers that might not have even taken any skill to put there in, in, in the first place. Numbers that have might might just have taken a huge amount of follows all at once or some other spammy shit like that. Because, like, I've done experiments where I've, like, followed a shit ton of people. And if you follow a shit ton of people that, are, that, that, that post under a given hashtag, like, you know, TGDN was one of the first ones I did that with. TGDN uh, was the Twitter Gulag Defense Network. And it was... Uh, at first, a really decent network of people who followed each other to prevent the Twitter gulag or shadow banning or whatever from uh, destroying any one account be or, or, or diminishing their message. But then it just turned basically into a neoconservative uh, circle jerk, and so I ended up unfollowing a lot of those people. But, I mean, I still have a lot of conservative followers uh, coming in from that, I still have a shit ton of MAGAists that never agree with anything that I say. Um, and oftentimes they'll like pop in and pop out like that fucking pizza box meme where the guy's walking in with the thing. It's like that gif 
with that. I I don't know the fucking show. I think it's Community. Whatever. I'm getting lost here. My point is, you know, I'm going to be on these social networks, and I'll be trying to hit all of them because I need to hit all of them in order to reach people. Because um, make no mistake, I want to reach people. But whether it be block lists that I've been added to for being a communist or a Nazi or whatever people want to label me with that week, um, you know, or whether it be the fact that a lot of the people who do follow me aren't actually following me because, um, the, you know, even be like, they might not even be people. They might just be marketing bots. Like the people it's, it's really easy to see like with banners and shit, like the same banner over and over and over. And I'm supposed to believe that these people are real or maybe I'm just supposed to be dumb enough to click their link, even though I know they're spam, which nope. But beyond all that, beyond all that, uh, I'll be doing posts in as many networks as possible, and I'll be doing vlogs very soon, and I apologize for not having started that sooner. Um, shit just keeps getting in the way. My fa uh, I said this on Chain Reaction, which, by the way, we're on a couple-month hiatus to see if the energy can come back. Um, so when we do come back, if we do come back, uh, just welcome us with a big warm welcome of, you know, hate and or love, depending on who you are. I don't really care because it's views, uh, but <laughs> you know, whatever you want to throw at us, uh, we, we might be back in a couple months. So also it's late. I, um, I was going to start recording this at like 8 p.m. last night, and now it's 12.30 in the morning on Valentine's Day 2018. <laughs> and I didn't record. Um, and I've had a day that was pretty tiring. Uh, so I'm exhausted, as per usual. Uh, and if that comes out in my speech or a yawn or whatever, just know that it's not me, like, disregarding content or whatever. It's me having been up for pretty much 20 hours, um, and my brain isn't happy. Um, but that's just the perfect thing, isn't it? Because there's just a shit ton to talk about. Uh, and now that Chain Reaction is out of the picture, uh, for the moment being, I should be able to talk about it all. Uh, first off, thank you to the person who bought a couple of my Road Hater shirts with the Anarchist A. You can find information on how to support me in the description to these shows. Um, and I thank you uh, all deeply for any support you can give me, whether it be using one of the referral links that I put up there or whether it be using a donation link or buying a shirt or something. Whatever you do, uh, I thank you very much for um, in advance. And, uh, and I'll thank you again when you do it if you, if you want me to. Uh, and if you do decide to buy a shirt uh, and you want your picture to be blasted all over my social network so that you too can be called a proto-Hitler Nazi terrible, terrible person, um, then, you know, feel free to send me that and, uh, you know, in one form or another and let me know that you want that. So, you know, while we're on the subject of Twitter, let's, let's just look at these trending subjects. Let's look at this shit, because I guarantee you, 
oh, yeah, we've got all these things about the Olympics, and all these things about the Olympics related to the first Olympics that North Korea uh, attended. In North Korea, I've watched a lot of these videos, and they've got them waving flags in unison, they've got them waving their arms in unison, they've got them all dressed in red and standing up and sitting down and bobbing, you know, in unison, <coughs> and they call them cheerleaders. But I've got another word for them. I've got prisoner. And, you know, I talk a lot about the U.S. being a prison planet and a prison country, and, you know, I talk about the the, the, the globe being militarized against the average person, and I'm not wrong. You know, at least I don't think I am. Feel free to leave any comments or whatever in the wherever this is. But I'm not wrong. This is a prison planet. They're building this wall not to keep Mexicans out who can still get around it and still get visas and still get imported by huge trucks that they intentionally bring in because ICE still needs a reason to exist. So they need to justify their bullshit in the same way that DHS, Department of Homeland fucking, you know, insecurity, uh constantly has something to do with the inception of every major conflict and, quote, not war war in, you know, at least we in reference to U.S. government. The Immigrations and Customs Enforcement will definitely be justifying their existence, justifying a bigger thing than that wall. And then, of course, if you think Trump's doing it because he's benevolent, then maybe remember that he's not going to be here for fucking ever and you're a goddamn idiot if you don't think that the next president will use something like that against the average person if they have it at their disposal. I mean, Ron Paul put it pretty well that, you know, it's designed to keep people in. Um, and, is you know, Alex Jones, back when he wasn't so co-opted by the MAGAists, Essentially, uh, he had a really good idea of how roads are another, essentially, form of wall. Uh, he had a really good idea of how all of these government-owned pieces of land that they call, you know, the inter interstate highway system, um, is a giant net, a giant grid. And then government-owned uh, land in form of uh, national parks and shit, all this shit. It, it all has the potential to be used as ways to keep you the way the government wants you to be. Um, but you're definitely going to believe that it's all for your best benefit. Uh, because <laughs> you believe he's making America great again. Whatever. My point is that the USA, in any country like it, is a fucking prison. And this globe is covered with these prisons and is one giant fucking prison. And there's really no getting around that. But North Korea is something a little bit special. Because as far as I've seen, every time they go somewhere, every time they have public relations, it's always just glory to the leader, glory to this, glory to that. And they had this public morning session where they had to put in real strong effort. I mean, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Trump is such a terrible person for saying that those who didn't clap were 
tantamount to treason during his parody fucking propaganda pirouetting cheerleader bullshit that he called the State of the Union Address. Um, which I could go into for a long time on its own, but <laughs> there's only so much time in this recording. Um, you know, catch me on DTube, that's all. How about that? Uh, but people are people freaked out about that. And and a lot of them freaked out not because they were actually freaked out, but because he's Trump and they're goddamn sheep. And they want to follow whichever leftist seems to be leading them the closest to whatever welfare program they can expand, whatever grant they can get from the government for whatever college they can get to affirm whatever bullshit that they had in their brains um, about however oppressed they think they are because of things that have nothing to do with their real oppression by the U.S. goddamn government. You know, fucking ranting, getting off the rails again. But Trump is nowhere near as bad as these people that were, quote, cheerleading for North Korea. Nowhere near as bad. And CNN and MSNBC and ABC and all these fucking milquetoast... Uh, entry-level leftist organizations were slobbing the knob and licking the clit on both Kim Jong-un and his sister, you know, for throwing shade and, yes, slay queen to the people who actually fucking kill their citizens regularly instead of just, like, as an occasion with hors d'oeuvres, um, you know, related to terrorism or whatever, what have you. Because, you know, the U.S. government does it, too. The U.S. government does it when cops want to and when DHS claims they have to, right? The USA does kill their own civilians, and they do it uh, in staggering numbers, but nowhere near per capita as staggering a fucking number as the civilian deaths in the essentially, at least technologically speaking, third world hellhole that North Korea is. I don't care how many times De Dennis Rodman goes off and flashes his grill in an interview with Kim Jong-un. I don't give a fuck about their, quote, diplomacy. They're yet another government that's in my way, and I will fight them on that alone. But beyond that, they're fucking North Korea. And, and their citizens were all dressed in red, all doing the same choreographed thing for a leader who has ostensibly done very little for them. I mean, yeah, their economy might not be doing as badly as everybody says it was, but you know what? An economy can do fantastically if that economy goes to serve the interest of, a of an international propaganda campaign to make you look fantastic. The economy will look fantastic when people are observing it, but not when they aren't. Fucking Schrodinger's economy over here. And nobody's paying attention to that 
at least not the 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 fucking manipulative conniving vindictive mainstream media that is CNN type outlets if you can even call them an outlet for anything but propaganda and people eat the shit up they really do and it's a shame it's a shame people eat this shit up because if they didn't they could see how they're being manipulated so let's talk about something that's been near and dear to me lately, which is the <laughs> the fact that people suck Lincoln's cock too. His big fucking top hat wooden cock. Every time anything has to do with him and ignore any history that has anything to do with how fucking awful he was. I think I might have even said something about this. I think my show here is a fucking year old in, in, in spirit, not in content amount. I haven't had a year's worth of weekends. Or sorry, of, sorry, a year's worth of Wednesdays um, at this point. That's coming. This is episode 44, so that'll be like eight episodes after this. I'll do like a... a one year anniversary or something um, shirt. I'll make a Moment of Rage shirt for the first time. It'll be Moment of Rage merch. I didn't want to do that at first because I thought it would be a little tacky to do Moment of Rage merch when so many of the other things that I've been planning to kick off have not kicked off. Um, but now that it seems like it might actually last a year before I get shot... Uh, you know, it seems like I, I should probably start monetizing this specifically. And I also have an Instagram store that I'll be posting the uh, the shirts uh, to. Like, I'll be posting people wearing them, and I'll be posting the shirts themselves. Shit like that. So you can check it out at IIF Store on Instagram. Holy shit, I am sleepy. I'm like, I'm falling asleep at the wheel here. Like, it's to the point where I'm doing a lot of this recording just with my eyes closed. Fucking, I'll try not to do this again. But whatever. Um, pause the thing there for fucking a few minutes while I grab some water. Because my fucking mucous membranes were trying to gag me alive. So... My main point in talking about North Korea is to talk about the surface-level distractions. Because I'm talking about North Korea because the mainstream media talked about North Korea. Because they talked about North fucking Korea in a positive light. Um, they tried to play it up as though fucking Kim Jong-un's sister was doing the world a service by smirking be uh, behind Mike Pence as Mike Pence sat down. And then, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, Mike Pence is a hypocrite because he... Of course he's a hypocrite. He's a fucking politician. Of course he's a fucking hypocrite. Really? But they say he's a hypocrite because he's sitting down in protest of something. Well, shit. 
Yeah. It's almost like politicians have a different standard for the way citizens should behave than the way they do. And it's also almost like a simple gesture like that has the power to state things about your position. Even though you can have the completely opposite position in the policies that you enact and the politicians you support and call, you know, respectable. Um, even though it can be your public position there, and when you go to the goddamn Bilderberg or Davos meetings or whatever, or whatever secret organization they're coming up with next, um, whatever position you have there can be completely different from the position that you had in public. So, like, yeah, maybe Mike Pence is doing what the, the 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 kneeling football players did, and maybe he's a hypocrite. Maybe these politicians are liars and hypocrites. Gee, I wonder where I've seen that before. And all these leftists who are suddenly frothing at the mouth to uh, call politicians hypocrites and liars. <laughs> uh, all of them were very silent during Obama. Like, people like Abby Martin had to come out and say that Obama was just as bad as Bush, if not worse, because people just shut the fuck up about the wards and everything else new conservative he did because he's fucking black. Um, you know, and low-key, coming out with a song called Obamination, talking about the fact <clears throat> that nothing improved under Obama, and it all kept on the same trend that it did under Bush, with very few exceptions. I call Obama a bomber, because those are your bombs. Because they fucking are. Well, at least they were. Now they're Trump's bombs. We have the neoconservative class back calling everybody stinky hippies if they oppose war and saying, get a job. Only now, a lot of the people that they're saying that to actually don't have a job and their job quote is being a professional fucking victim online or 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 being one of the many provocateurs who dishes it out on the streets and then posts a video trying to make it look sympathetic to their side when they get it back that's not how you make friends that's how you confirm somebody's bias and never grow your ranks not per capita, anyway. But whatever. Right? We have this surface-level distraction. We have people paying attention to how evil North Korea is because it's on display. Because it's been on display. The same way that everybody was surface-level distracted with Russian bots, with Russian conspiracy, with Vladimir Putin was evil. This is all the Red Scare. Only this time, the Red Scare comes with fucking pre-roll ads, and everybody's clicking them. Oh yeah, the revolution will be televised, because it's goddamn fiction. But we're just supposed to believe them. We're supposed to believe that... North Korea is evil, that Trump is evil, that Russia is evil, that everybody but the people 
that won the popular vote and got shafted by the Electoral College. They're the good guys in a lot of people's minds. And rightly so, right? Another sort of hanging chads bullshit. And then when the next terrorist attack happens, right? And everybody cozies up to Trump because the rally around the flag effect is fucking strong and has been used by every possible administration in one way or another. Everybody wanted reality TV. We got the reality TV fucking existence. American Idol became, you know, American Apprentice or whatever. Shark Tank. The Voice, the Four, the Five or whatever they call it. <laughs> and, and when when everything is a reality TV show and they can get you to believe whatever the fuck they want to. It's not hard for them to then put a reality TV president in over who won the theoretical popular vote. And Hillary was complicit in that system, and she helped in a practically neoconservative regime under Barack Obama. Yeah, hope and change does not hope nor change anything. And it didn't change America to being great again as if it ever were. Just because we got apprentice host in the White House. But it sure makes for good television so that everybody can ignore everything. Everything. And act as though now that we have Trump in, we have to worry about Korea. We have to worry about China. We have to worry about Russia. We have to worry about all these other people on that continent. And strangely enough, our troops are still in countries that we haven't been at war with. And strangely enough, those countries are on the same continent as all of these bad guys. And strangely enough, those countries happen to ex be exporters of goods and resources. And ain't it fucking strange that if you look up information on the Council on Foreign Relations, you can find out that they stoked the flames of Islamic tension and armed and trained jihadis, Mujahideen, against the Russians before. But no, they're not going to do that again. No, that's just a conspiracy theory. And obviously conspiracy theorists are wrong. Because you can just say that and people will assume that you're calling them wrong. Because pretty much most people who use that term are fucking calling them wrong. I have a shirt, though, if you want to go buy it, it says proud conspiracy theorist on it. That you can make sure to alienate people with the big ass Illuminati pyramid that that it has on the front, based off of the U.S. dollar, or at least what's left of it after they fucking stripped it of all of its potential value. Oh yeah, 
Leftist presidents are great. Yeah, that FDR, he he really he really turned the economy around by having a bunch of spending policies that would require a debt-ridden future so that we could get on this nice Keynesian route of of upward curves and, you know, booms and bust cycles that we can manipulate like speculators. <laughs> Damn. And I'm trying not to be harsh to the people who might be new to this, you know, conspiracy shit, to the people that I ironically tell to watch my show, or sorry, listen to my radio bullshit uh, that I meet in public. You know, because I do that. I say, you know, if you want to find me, and I don't think most of the people who I say this to do this, but I say, if you want to find me, I do a weekly show called Moment of Rage, and you can find me on journalisticrevolution.com and ipmnation.com. I don't think they do. But if they do, I want you to know uh, if you're new here or if you're relatively new here that I don't necessarily think you're dumb. I just think you were deceived by the bullshit. And you probably already know that if you lasted long enough to have a conversation with me, right? You probably already know that, that I don't believe you're necessarily stupid. But there are so many dumb fucking people that are easily led. This is one of the reasons that I, that I concentrate as much as I do, which might seem an unnecessary amount, on irresponsible breeding. Because a lot of people are not prepared to be parents, and that's why they're violent or abusive, that's why they plunk their kid down with an iPad while they go get tossed in the other room, you know, uh, fucking, here, Timmy, here's Angry Birds. Now, your mom and I are going to go fuck while I shoot up this heroin and watch <laughs> the, quote, news. You know, and that's, that's, that's a really sleazy example, and I'll give you that. So here's another one. I'm not prepared to have kids, so... I'm going to send mine to a public school where it can be indoctrinated endlessly to believe that the system is acting in its benefit. You know? I mean, I was a neocon most of my life because of what I learned in the fucking school system. And it's one of those, you're either a neocon or a neolib, and it's all neo because they're teaching you postmodernist force-fed, shovel-down-your-gullet crap. Right? They want to sell your kids to the highest bidder, and they want to sell their brains to whoever happens to give them the most grants for the best test scores. And not to mention that, but they want to sell their souls by making them soulless fucking shells to fill with whatever the teachers happen to have on their agenda and for whatever reason. It doesn't fucking matter. I, when I was in high school, oh, God. <sighs> okay, so this, this dates me pretty well. I'm 25. I'll be 26 in May if any of y'all want to throw some Bitcoin my way so that I can be a Bitcoin millionaire by the time I'm 26. That'd be fan-fucking-tastic. But, when I was in high school, they had this 
bullshit, just crap that they fed to us after Columbine. And I forget how long it was afterward, but, oh, man. It was this girl who had a dream, and this girl who had this dream, she had this dream of a certain amount of tears she was crying, and then, after that dream, that many people were shot at Columbine. And she tried to warn people. She, she, she tried to tell people that something bad is going to happen. But nobody listened. And bullies. And don't be a bully. Unless, of course, you want to join the military or be a politician or be a cop or be any one of the other protected classes of people in society like the intelligence manifold that they fucking shoved all over all of our eyes. Ironically called Five Eyes Intelligence Services. You know... Unless you want to be any of those things, uh, don't be a bully. Because if you're a bully, people might lash out. And it's funny! It's fucking hilarious, because people... <laughs> they accept this when they're kids. They accept that maybe if you bully people, someday they'll have enough. But once you're an adult, you don't understand how close you push people to the threshold when you take away so many freedoms in the name of preserving their liberty. In the name of, of, of giving them cheaper stuff or free stuff. In the name of community safety, when the recidivism rates are all you care about and don't really care about how the future will react, how many people will get into crime. Prevention, treatment... None of it really appeals to these people. They just want to use force. And they're willing to bully people for that. They're willing to bully people so that they can force them to do what they want. They're willing to box people in and cut off all the rough edges so that they're these nice, little, timid, tame employee civilian citizens for this giant bureaucratic society that strips you of your dignity. I mean, yeah, sure, they'll say that you get to be individual because you made an art project that the school didn't disapprove of enough to give you counseling, which, yeah, that happened to me. In the second grade, I won an art fair for a piece um, that involved primary colors and I wanted it to be a blood fountain that went over the sun, which, yeah, sure, maybe that's a bit edgy for a second grader, but you know what it doesn't indicate? It doesn't indicate that somebody is in need of mental help. It means that you should probably invest in art supplies so that they can flourish. But that's not the society we live in. They want to box you in. They want to force pills down your throat until they find out either what works to make you passive and docile and easy to control or what th that none of it does work and that you need therapy or you need to be one of the kids that they otherize and, you know, talk shit on to the other students and shit like that. And we wonder why people come out military ready. And we wonder why people come out against these people. 
And then we've got this cunt over here who says that libertarians... What was it? Libertarians are, like, autistic or something like that. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go back to this. Let me just read from this Reason article, even though I think that they're fucking cucks, ostensibly. <laughs> Democracy in Chains author Nancy McLean calls autism a leading cause of libertarianism. It's striking to me how many of the architects of this cause seem to be on the autism spectrum. People who don't feel solidarity or empathy with others. Or maybe we feel enough solidarity and empathy with others that they don't have to be within our borders for us to give a fuck about them. That they can go to prison and we'll still give a fuck about them. That they can be oppressed by a fundamentally oppressive system and we'll give a fuck about them. But whatever. This mousy little fucking mop-headed cunt uh, has things to say. Uh, Nancy McLean, the Duke University historian who wrote Democracy in Chains, the deeply conspiratorial and much-criticized biography of public choice economist James Buchanan, told an audience in New York last week that Buchanan and other early leaders of the limited government movement seem to be on the autism spectrum. Well, thanks for your diet fucking gnosis, McLean. Whatever. According to McLean, there is a connection there is a connection between autism and libertarianism, and that connection is not feeling solidarity or empathy and having kind of difficult human relationships sometimes. The implication is that libertarianism is similarly cold and unfeeling and attracts people who don't care about others. So I'm just going to skip to what she has to say. It's striking to me how many of the architects of this cause seem to be on the autism spectrum. People who don't feel solidarity or empathy with others and who have kind of difficult human relationships sometimes. In Buchanan's family, his grandfather had actually been a populist governor of Tennessee. He ended up a very bitter man, but he was very well known, and Buchanan's own parents wanted him to go into politics and have a political career. Buchanan says in his memoir, there were early misgivings about my personality, like they knew he would never make it in politics. But who knows? This is speculation, right? You're damn right, you fucking cunt. Part of me, since you've asked me in the way that you have, part of me feels like there was this some kind of wound in him that couldn't be this political figure. And then he made it his mission to kind of debunk the whole of politics to show that no one who was in it was good. But I don't know. <laughs> she should have begun with I don't know, the article continues, and ended there. Agreed. <laughs> McLean is making two not necessarily related claims here. That Buchanan's autism made him unsuitable for politics, spurning his opposition to government in... I think they meant spurring. Whatever. And two, autistic people are less empathetic, which is why callous, unfeeling libertarianism appeals to them. So this should be really obviously bullshit for the reasons that I've already stated and for the reasons that the article said. Um, so please go check out the article on reason.com. 
which is not something I've said in a while. Please check out that article. You know, read it. Read what this indoctrinator has to say. Because, really, not only does she equate James Buchanan, uh, a constitutional economics scholar, um, and, and champion of public choice theory and log rolling with all of libertarianism, right? Which is horseshit, because in the same time frame as he was talking about public choice, we had books coming out like Mises' Treatise on Socialism, which is a much more libertarian book. Um, apologies, somebody's got somewhere to go outside. Um, you know, and Rothbard... Lou Rockwell. I mean, this guy died in 2013. There are plenty of better examples of libertarians to discuss. And there are plenty of earlier examples. I mean, talk to any libertarian who's read more than two books on the subject, and one of those books will probably be No Treason, number one, The Constitution of No Authority, by, you know, Lysander Spooner. Before the turn of the century in which James Buchanan was born, libertarianism was already there. And the, vet, the, the, the inklings of it are rooted in goddamn liberalism, which is an ancient Greek tradition. Greek tradition. Ancient Greek tradition, not just some dude you can point out at the beginning of the fucking 20th century. But somehow, we're supposed to listen to her about how callous and indifferent libertarians are when the examples that she brings up probably didn't even call themselves goddamn libertarians! Yeah, I mean, maybe there was a wound. Maybe he was trying to, to to prove that the wound wasn't there by proving that everybody in government was bad. Maybe she's right about him. But that says jack fucking shit about the rest of us. And that's digging just a slight bit below the surface. All these surface-level distractions, and we have constant detractors like this woman saying that libertarianism the movement that has the possibility for the most empathy, the most peace, the most cooperation and coexistence, the movement which opposes murder, especially state murder, the most, the movement which opposes theft and cruelty and extortion and fucking genocide inherently. We're the cold, unfeeling people, not the people who couldn't be arsed to research this kind of thing beyond the initial veneer-picking level, if that. This and the surface-level distractions are enough to make people hate libertarians and not know who they are. Not give a fuck who they are. Because their side says that this side is bad. That this side is the side to, to look down their nose at. 
That's such trash. It's fucking trash. And it should be thrown in the dustbin of history. Along with all the other trash ideas. But it's going to stay. As long as people aren't educating their neighbors, as long as they're fighting in the streets, as long as they're decrying the latest movie because it doesn't say exactly what they wanted it to. That's that's the way, the place we're in where where justice activism is considered bitching to somebody about something that changes nothing in the long run. Where conservatives can expand the government drastically and all their followers will drool about how fourth or eighth or you know 320th dimension chess they're on where we fight our neighbors in the streets because it's so much easier to do that and get your likes and get your fake social credits and you know do your duties as a due diligent citizen fitting into one of the goddamn boxes the left or the right that they wanted to put you in from the day you were goddamn born so that you would be a complacent tax cattle and lose all your energy calling your neighbor the creep instead of the people who are literally spying on you and threatening your life every single fucking day that's why we won't win yet but there is always an opportunity to pull out of that paradigm and rise up victorious. But first, you've got to get mad! This has been Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Martin, signing out! Go!